Welcome to the Isabel Wellman Podcast, a space created for conscious individuals looking to impact their corner of the world with a positive ripple effect. This podcast serves to empower you to accept who you are, become clear on your ultimate vision for your life, and support you through your evolution. Holistic health practitioner, astrologer, and outdoors woman, I'm here to share tools that, when applied, will assist you in living healthier, happier, and in harmony from the inside out. It is my mission to empower you to take charge of your healing journey and to energize you to follow your passion. By healing yourself, you open the door for others to heal. Welcome to the Isabel Wellman podcast, everybody. So thankful that you're here. If you're returning, I love you so much. If this is your first time on the show, listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today is a very odd day. This is the first podcast I'm recording with the awareness of my grandfather, my Jiddu, passing to the other side. That happened on the 7th, so on Friday, this past Friday. And it was a really challenging weekend. So first of all, the full moon energy was still lingering. And it was all about friendship, support, connection, working through emotions. And my menstrual cycle, it was starting during the full moon, but it didn't fully swing until Friday, in which it was as if the floodgates had opened and... I was just losing, losing it all, just shedding everything. And I thought about how quirky and interesting that was. That whole week, I was moving through very intense emotions because, I mean, my jiddu was the paramount of playfulness, structure, love, radiance, and faith. I have been able to reflect and ponder and think about my life and his influence upon my life and how he truly let me awaken my imagination. And when you have someone like that in your life who passes away and it takes them passing away for you to reflect, ponder, process about all of these great gifts and operating processes that they showed you that they role modeled for you it makes you it makes you think needless to say and for me it was going into guilt about only seeing him one time after i graduated growing up we would see them at least once or twice a year my jiddu and my grandma Raz living in connecticut or florida and then us living in michigan and I loved it because anytime he was around, it was as if nothing could go wrong. And if something was going south, it was taken care of professionally and without loud, atrocious screaming and chaos. And it was really a different way of living for me because I grew up in that kind of chaos. I grew up not really seeing love shared between one another. I didn't feel like my family was whole as maybe other families do. I get that most families are chaotic, are a little dicey, 
but mine felt particularly off. I didn't really have a tight relationship with my siblings who are five and seven years older. I'm happy to say that one of those relationships is much better and and mended and we talk daily, if not weekly, and along with, with my mother and my father. And so I have been able to just go back and witness that now more than ever, my Jiddu is here with me and he is here supporting me and he is here to help me push past my edges that are scary, that I'm afraid to push past because that is where my growth lies. And I want this episode to be a little bit on the shorter side, but it's going to be a heavy emphasis on allowing ourselves to go beyond our limits and our shame and our guilt and our fear and to stop holding ourselves prisoner to to life. Living in resistance, what is it doing for us? I mean, we're holding the key to the lock and we're not unlocking the door beyond where we know greatness, wealth, health, love, whatever you desire you're chasing after is. We are the ones holding ourselves back. And so I process grief a bit differently and I was beyond blown away by the amount of love and support that flowed into my Instagram inbox, my text messages, phone calls. And it was really, really, really interesting that I was taught to process alone, or that's how I felt like I could process best if no one saw my extreme emotional self because I have very big emotions and when I'm alone that's when I feel the safest to let them out and I mean it is loud it is sobbing it is wailing it is hitting my hands on the bed or on the pillow it's very very dynamic and outside of that being able to just witness myself in it was a loving process because I let it all happen as I needed. I journaled when it felt right. I did not force myself to go where I didn't need to go quite yet. I took it step by step and I'm still taking it step by step. And it's a very odd, (laughs) odd world, but I know that my my Jiddu is here because the day the day I found out he had passed officially, his, long story short, I believe he died of a broken heart. His his wife, his, I think, second or third wife, my grandma Roz, who has been around since I was a young, young girl, since my first birthday. So she really was just another grandmother to me. It didn't matter if we were blood or not because we were connected and she's she's so lovely. And she passed away in 2020. She actually passed away when I was driving across the country to Alaska. And I had no idea of the severity of her health. Or it didn't, it didn't 
hit me and I regret how much it didn't hit me, but it happened as it happened. And my car, the, what was it? The alternator and the battery just toasted and I had to stop in Montana and I was sitting down in the grass waiting for these really lovely men to fix it in the middle of nowhere. And all they said, or or what happened was I, I sat in the grass, I was going to record an, an incredible conversations for Instagram, one of my longer talking videos. And I saw a text message from my mom saying my grandma Roz had passed. I was like, holy shit. I needed to be sitting down and grounded and in the sun for this to be received. If I was driving, I'm not sure what uh, like would have happened. And then with my, you know, after that, my Jidu's health just rapidly declined. And they were already in iffy health. But I mean, even over the last three months, it was, hey, you know, he's doing all right. He's here and then he's there. And it was high and low tide. And then it went to this just April began and it was like, wow, he is not doing good. But last week he was stable and family was visiting him. And I wish I would have just gotten on a plane so that I could have seen him one last time. I was so afraid to call him. I was so afraid to connect with him after high school because of how long it had been. And anytime I did call, It was irritation or disappointment that I had not been more more present in their aging lives. I could feel the sadness and it hurt so bad and I wasn't strong enough to bear that at the time. And it fucking hurts to bear it now. It hurts so bad to experience it. So if you're out there and you are going through something like this, you've had a loved one pass away, or maybe one that you didn't even get to meet pass away, or something just very strange and abrupt is happening for you. I hear you. I see you. Everything you're feeling is valid. And all we can do is continue to move on, continue to grieve, to fully experience it whenever we need to, to excuse ourselves from group events where we might be out with friends, where we're trying to actively be participating in our lives, but we aren't feeling okay. It is okay for you to step away from that situation. It is okay. That's how I felt this weekend. We were trying to have this going away gathering up in this little town an hour away from us with some friends and I couldn't get into dancing I could not get into the mood I drinking was just not a thing for me and it nothing felt right and my friends knew however I just felt like a party pooper and it wasn't that I needed to feel bad it was just me needing to communicate hey I'm just not feeling it let's let's go home let's go to bed let's sleep in the truck Like, let's just clock out. This is going to be fine. And so permission to be so gentle with yourselves, especially because we are now moving to a, I believe, solar eclipse in Aries. So we're switching from the Taurus Scorpio axis into the Libra Aries axis. And it's going to be all about 
how we take initiative in our lives and balancing how we take initiative of relationships in our lives and how we collaborate, how we go ahead and be the warrior for what we want and merging those two together, really alchemizing in the flame, letting ourselves go and be devoured and let our sorrows be devoured so that we can be reborn. So many little ego deaths. So today I want to read a little passage in this book that I'm reading called The 5am Club by Robin Sharma. And the little logo at the bottom is own your morning, elevate your life. And this book is a story, which is I like the format. It's not just a self-help book. It is a story of two characters from opposite walks of life meeting this guru, not even guru, but just this industrialist, this magnet, this human that is so advanced in his life, wealthy as ever, but so kind and isn't obsessed with the title of his name or what he does. It is all about enjoying life to the fullest and ensuring that your body, your mind, your soul, your emotions are all in alignment or that you're you're choosing to go beyond what you know in order to have a life that is meaningful, that is worthy, that is one where you don't have to miss out on the moments like someone passing or a birth or a marriage or a celebration of a birthday because of finances or your health or insecurity or whatever it is. And so one of the main quotes in this book is all change is hard at first, messy in the middle, and gorgeous at the end. And he cites this habit installation protocol, and it's 66 days. And I just love how simply he breaks this down because I've known this, but I, I really love how it was articulated. And it goes, the first 22 days are stage one, and it's where you deconstruct yourself. And the one thing you want to start for the rest of your life is waking up at 5 a.m. It's called the 5 a.m. club for a reason. And within this theory, this philosophy of Robin Sharma, it is no one is awake at that time of the day. And when everything is so quiet and you can bask in the stillness, where everyone, the animals, the sun, the trees, the plants, the people, they're just, they're low, they're asleep. And not many people wake up at 5 a.m. anymore. Not many people see the advantage of getting up and tending to your inner garden. The most important thing I've done since 2019 is rewire my mind and reconnect the circuitry in order to advance myself in ways of loving myself, believing in myself, honoring what I need when I need it, and communicating what I need when I need it, being as truthful as I can. Do I slip up? Absolutely. But the effort is always there. And it is this pattern of stage one, deconstruction. It's going to be fucking hard at first. It is not going to be easy. It's going to suck because that is your natural behavior at this point. And going against the grain, going against your natural behavior is the very last thing you want to do as a human 
being because our brains, gosh, I'm learning so much. I'm in Paul Check's Check Institute, Check Academy. I'm diving into the anatomy, the physiology, chapter one, and just the very, very low key knowledge on the brain and the different lobes and the different parts of the sphere that activate and operate to bring in the whole brain and the different parts that help us with this. Well, when we're going in and we're excavating, we're deconstructing, we are pulling apart ourselves. And uh, if you ask me, I don't think anything likes to be pulled apart. Maybe like silly putty because that's the purpose of it but if you pull on someone's arm and then their leg and then their hair they're not gonna feel good it's good you're gonna hear a scream they're gonna get pissed off at you that is what your brain is going to do that's what your ego is going to do your ego is gonna say fuck that lay in bed be cozy be comfortable and if you want to be masterful if you want to go further in life if you want to Make a name for yourself outside of being an internet sensation, which no judgment whatsoever on that. I, I'm just saying like, hey, to go beyond that, you have to do different things. You have to be seen in the world, in the physical. And when you can do that, when you can speak to 10 people, one person, 20 people, a room of 500, and you can you can speak with discernment and integrity and confidence and calmness and genuine, genuinality, whatever word that is, you say it with appreciation, gratitude for life, that you're only there to let everyone else know what you've learned. Wow, you are going to move. You are going to become an icon, which is not just a one-hit wonder. It is a repeated effort of them being seen as this type of person. A really great example of this is Deepak Deepak Chopra, excuse me, because he has been in this, I forget how long, I think it's upwards of 30, 40, 50 years of him writing over, I believe over 20 or 30 books by now, him being this leading educationalist in the spiritual medical field, bridging the, the mystical and the practical. It is a beautiful beautiful example and in this book i want to find exactly where it is i hope you're enjoying this episode it is time for a quick break get a little stretch in drink some water to hear is what i have to offer our first sponsor is vibe nutraceuticals since 2020 i've been on a journey of connecting more intimately with the natural world and herbal medicine especially to optimize my energy. As a holistic health practitioner, I respect the work-life balance so I can avoid burnout and honor my cyclical nature. With that said, it means I've been searching for plant allies and natural compounds to elevate my grand rising ritual to sustain energy all day. In the search has come Vibe Nutraceuticals, Vibe Up is a flavorless powder that acts as a coffee or tea additive and it contains eight boss lady allies. Whenever I add this to my half-calf coffee or a matcha, I feel like I embody the cross between Wonder Woman and Hermione Granger. 
a smooth focus that bypasses the jitters or crash of caffeine alone, an intense pump during my workouts while enhancing my recovery, and somehow it manages to magically increase my libido so I can not only work, but play, if you know what I'm saying. Make my new besties your new besties. Use code ISABEL10 at checkout. I want to celebrate that I will be going on to a three-year relationship with the love of my life. And I only got to this place because of a certain tool that I've been using for the past three years. And on April 19th, I invite you to join me for my very own values workshop. I will be teaching you the exact way that I manifested my dream partner and little to know my high school crush. If this sounds interesting to you, if you want to find your personal power, if you want direction, if you want to be clear and concise on the perfect partner for you, this is going to be your ticket, your key to the lock, baby. So 5 p.m. April 19th, Aries New Moon. It's going to be spicy and you don't want to miss out. Sign up in the link in the show notes. And I'll repeat it after I explain the rest of this. So stage two, so I stay on track. It's 22 days as well. And this is the installation period. This is where, you know, the first 22 days go by. All right. You're sticking to the 5 a.m. wake up. And that's all you're focusing on. You're just focusing on waking up at five. You get up out of your bed. You do not let your frontal lobe take control of, oh, stay in bed. It's so juicy. It's so warm. You get to snuggle and cuddle. Get up. Get up, you can snuggle on the couch. Get up, you can read your book. Get up, you can do some yoga. Get up, you can drink some water right when you wake up. Just get up and move. And it's going to be tough because you're going to be so sleepy and maybe a little cranky and you're going to be rubbing your eyes, but go outside. Get the skin on your air. Get the crisp coolness of life around you. Listen to the little critters that are awake in the night. And then in the next 22 days, the installation period, you're really going to have to battle because this is where it's going to feel the toughest. Something my track coach in high school used to say is it's not the first or the last lap that is the hardest. It's the second to the last because it is the one right before it's the last one. So that's the hardest one to get around. And that's how I see this because there's only three phases. It's the second to the last 22 day period. And it's another handful of weeks where you're having to stay devoted. Remember your why for you're waking up. Remember what this is doing for you. Remember how it's helping you and serving you and making you a happier, more productive in a meaningful, discerning way and not just a busy way. We don't want to be productive on our phone all the fucking time. We want to be productive in, hey... I have three really big tasks and I'm going to do them to my absolute fullest. Or hey, I'm working on a single painting project and this isn't going to be done in a day or a week or three. This might take me a whole year to perfect and that is okay. I can work on other little things, but to get this one masterful piece, I'm going to put so much effort, so much time, and so much 
calm, collected, and forward momentum in small little bit ways so that it is exactly what I want. And I'm not going to settle. I'm not going to skirt around the edges. I'm going to follow the path that feels the best. I'm going to learn what I need. I'm going to research on my way. I'm going to watch other painters. I'm going to go to the art museum and get inspired. I'm going to go out and enjoy life and watch people and see how they react, see what moves them. I'm going to study other other people in the world who are doing this and leading an extraordinary life or have these great paintings and masterpieces. What can I learn? What can I pick up from it? And so it's really going in and reaffirming, reaffirming you're on the path. You're doing the right thing. In the last stage, the last 22 days, the very minimum to put a habit and make it automatic and seamless and just another part of who you are, which is hilarious because all it takes is 1% every single day of you saying yes. A yes is 1%. Say yes to 5 a.m. wake up, 1% done. You're already better. If you didn't do anything else to make yourself better, you're still going to be, by the end of the 66 days, 66% better than you were than day one. And if you did it for a whole year, you'll be 365% better than you were at the beginning of that year. Imagine over two, three, four, five years of doing this, what your life will turn into, what you will begin to contemplate, what you will begin to focus on, what you will begin to launch forward towards and accept and expand against and how you will now push yourself. Because once you do it one time, Just like many pro athletes, many large typhoons of business and wealth and health in the world, they get one habit, they dial it in, and then they do the next, dial it in, the next, dial it in. And it's this one at a time process where if we just go slow and minute and we go about it where we're always rewarding ourselves for getting up at 5 a.m., where we're always rewarding ourselves for doing the hard thing, for pushing past, whether that's just us smiling because we did it and we're so proud. We pushed through the fear and we detached from the emotional body that's keeping us small and safe in quotations because it thinks it's protecting us, but there's no saber-toothed tiger chasing after us. It's just us talking to another human or us calling that business or us asking for this opportunity and not taking it personal on what the answer is. And so you get to these last 22 days and it's the integration period. This is this is where it all really begins to get molded into you. And so this little quote that he says is See here, all change is messy in the middle. Stage two is called installation because it's like you're going through an interior renovation of sorts. Former foundations need to be torn down so that much better ones can be put up. This stage, you will feel confused, stressed out, and frustrated. You'll feel like quitting even more and dismissing your decision to join the five-man club as a terrible one. You'll long to go back to staying in your warm bed, counting more sheep, and just know that when you trust it all, this is good. Feeling this is very good. And though you can't see it, you're advancing even further into the habitation of making the early rising routine yours for the rest of your life. Things are about to get easier. You're just going through the second stage of the procedure. 
and it only feels messy, and it only looks chaotic. The reality is you're growing beautifully and closing in on a whole new grade of performing. In all this order, there is a secret order, said psychologist Carl Jung. So, that is one part that I would love to speak, and I want to share about part three because he says it so beautifully. He continues to say, so when you're wiring in this priceless new morning routine, the entire structure of your brain really is in upheaval as you manufacture new neural pathways. Your entire system really is being restructured. You're honestly and seriously unfamiliar territory, sprouting green shoots, going blue ocean, conquering new territories of self-potential and accessing higher universes of human optimization. Cortisol, the fear hormone, is elevated at this time, so you'll feel scared a lot of the time. All that's happening within your brain is consuming huge reserves of energy, so you'll be exhausted often at the stage two of habit installation. The ancient sages, seers, and philosophers called such a profound personal transformation the dark night of the soul. What was once a caterpillar is messily, yet almost magically, becoming a butterfly. The mystics wrote of deep and real change as a journey involving a series of little deaths. The old you must die so a better you can be reborn. This is a total upgrade in other words. And I love how this book is reminding me of my love of challenge, of pursuit, of doing what is tricky, what is hard, what is scary. And it's exactly why I'm so in love with with growth and helping other people achieve and, and showing people how possible it is. If I can do it, you most certainly can do it. Some people may need a little bit more support than others or a little bit more push. And this is where I I love astrology. It's my tool to navigate, oh, I'm a really fiery person. So this is really easy for me. However, finishing out to the end, that's the hard part. I'm really good at starting, but I can lose momentum because I get bored or I see one little hurdle. and I'm like, eh, all right, maybe not. Switch and I'll start on a new project, which is not the way. There's no one night success that is truly profound and magical and long lasting. The final little bit I want to read to you is this final stage is when it all comes together. So in stage three, the integration phase, and you get to experience the benefits of your fantastic commitment to being a lifetime member of the 5am club. You're nearing the end of the roughly 66-day period required for the human brain and being to encode a routine. So now it's success time. You advance through the initial disruption, you've made it through the dangerousness and chaos of the middle phase, and you've come out the other side stronger, more skilled, and with greater intimacy of your most supreme and invincible nature. You're now the next version of your greatest self, able to bring on a bigger game influence more people by the glorious power of your example and be more useful to the world because you've owned more of your primal heroism. All your hard work, sacrifice, and suffering, careful consistency, and brilliant bravery come together in this stage as the new habit you've been working on integrates at a 
psychological, emotional, physical, and spiritual level. This is the new normal. Imagine if when all the COVID craziness hit, we did that new normal instead. We saw going beyond scarcity mindset, going beyond fear, going on believing what the news and the media tells us. If we trusted the intuition, if we followed our little path, if we acted exactly how we felt called to act without questioning based on what other people would say or judge us about. But we moved forward using our own internal guiding system, our moral compass, our GPS, our nature of being, our emotional expression, our spiritual connection, and our word. Because they all connect to one another, wherever you're starting. It's just so beautiful to think about how we can all perceive so differently. And so it's really a a move of changing your perception. And for me, I feel so fueled and so guided to Be bigger, to do scarier acts in each day that I live, because is it really going to kill me? Probably not. And the more you practice small acts, the easier it becomes. At the beginning of the year, I had a goal of asking 10 people to come on the podcast as guests, and I was so afraid to do it. So I created a script that was really easy for me to edit and curate to each person, but gave me something to start with because a blank page is where you will die, where your dreams will die because a blank page is the worst way to start anything. And it's so easy to go online, find a free script, make it your own, and then boom, you have that to start with. And then it's so easy to just pop in what you need, make it personal, do your research, send it to that person, and then the rest is in God's hands. The rest is in the universe's hands, whoever you say and speak to up there. And you don't take the answer personally because you're not going to die and you're not going to blow up. But what you might want to do is recognize that however the person responds is a reflection of where they are at in their life not of you, not of your invitation, not of what you stand for. And if they don't align with you, then that's all right. It's probably for your best interest as well. And for them to have the integrity to say, hey, this isn't in my best interest. Wow, you're being met with a really strong and in aligned person, which is fantastic. If you want to learn why or why not, simply ask, be very gentle and kind about it. And just be curious, have a simple lens of curiosity because we can constantly put on a new lens and the lens we're looking through is not the end all be all. And I hope that you experiment with that. I believe that is what I want to share today. And if you feel like maybe this book is a book you want to read, highly recommend. I'm almost done with it. My goal is to read two books a month, and this is one of mine for April. So Robin Sharma, 5am Club, it's really, really, really great read. 
for anyone looking for a little extra push. And if you're wanting to dive deeper into learning about how you can have an easier time making decisions and guiding yourself on this path of life where you want to be moving forward and actively participating in your own growth and your moving forward in your momentum and your expansion, then I highly recommend that you get your values into place. And if you haven't yet, you can sign up for my class on defining your top five non-negotiable values. This is quite literally how I fell in love with myself, how I got right with myself, and how I checked myself, how I body bumped myself on the ice rink. I was fucking skating around, threw myself into the wall, and made me realize, wow, I'm expecting this other person because it's all about actually diving into relationships and what we want from other people, where the flip side of it is, whoa, all of my answers are actually a, hey, are you, first of all, giving this to yourself? Is this something that you are embodying? And if you're not embodying it, if you're not giving it to you, if you're not acting this way, how could you ever ask another to do the same? How could you ever expect another to do the same? So if that sounds interesting, if that sounds like it would push you to grow, if you if that sounds like it would give you guidance and structure in your life, please join me April 19th. It's coming up next week or in two weeks. And it will be at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It'll be about an hour long. It'll be on the Aries new moon and the first eclipse, like I said. And it'll be a total solar eclipse at 29 degrees. Very exciting. This is mastery. This is self-initiation. This is death and rebirth. This is learning how to love you in order for another to love you and for you to appreciate them loving themselves and moving as a unit. Not where you're completing each other. I hate, I, I just can't, I don't, I don't hate. I cannot stand that. I used to believe, oh, I need someone to complete me. What the fuck? I ain't broken. I'm not missing an eyeball. I ain't, I don't, my heart's not out of my body. I have a brain. I have my senses. I, I have the complete total control of my life. No one can complete me. Yet, they can compliment me. They can compliment the shit out of me, just like my boyfriend does. It's how I got clear. I got right with myself, and I called in the perfect love. And I was so brave when I was doing this because I was afraid. I was afraid of getting rejected, denied, told that I, you know, like we didn't mesh. And this was my dream. I mean, this was something in my heart I had for such a long time of pursuing my my partner. And it's so funny to say, but it's true. And so I just want to show you how real this is when you get really granular, not superficial, you get really granular and you go tiny and very expertise with your life, how easy it gets. So thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. 
If you want to support the podcast, there's also a new Patreon. I have the waitlist link down in the bottom. There are three different tiers. One where it's peer support and you'll get a little tip every month from me in the Patreon page. The second tier, which gives you a tip and the a little bit extra for the week. And then the third tier, that's more about astrology. So if you're curious about astrology, want to learn and would like a horoscope every week, that is the one for you. So check it out. Please and thank you. Share this with friends. Share this with family. Post about this on Instagram. I would love, love, love for this podcast to reach a thousand followers and subscribers. That would just be amazing. I am at 61, so I have a ways to go. That would make my dreams come true. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Incredible Conversations. Slowly echoes throughout your car as the podcast comes to an end. Sitting there in fascination, curiosity, and solitude, the visions of how you want to superfuel your success dance along in your mind. A deep belief has awakened, and you're empowered to consciously create your life by optimizing your energy and healing from the inside out. You've subscribed to the podcast, have left your five-star review, and shared this episode with a friend because of the new intentions you've created for yourself. You have your foot on the gas, hand on the wheel, and you no longer need a GPS to know where you're going.